Hello today, welcome to the OKO Show, it's your boy OKO, and today we're going to touch on a very sensitive topic that's been sweeping America for a while. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about the NFL slash NBA protests. We're going to dip into a little quotes for what's going on today in the NBA and the NFL. Well, we're going to go to a quote from the NFL Player Association President Marcus Smith said it's all about the dollar amount. And that's what he said. It's all about them and the owners coming to conclusion, worrying about the money. How much money going to lose? The viewers. And how to stay. Either they want to stay in a locker room or they're going to go out to the field. Now, NFL made the rule that if you're not going to protest, you got to stay in the locker room. Or if you're out in that field, you got to stand for the national anthem. Now, Lillard's Riddick from the NFL Live said they're trying to protect the bottom line. What? Is they bottom line? What is? Is it all about the money, revenue? And when they had this meeting, when they came up with this rule, they said, uh, "If you're or protest is any protest in any kind of way, that you're gonna will get the team will get fine if you protest any kind of way when you're on that field." But bottom line, if you out in the locker room, you still getting viewed as you protest or not. The camera's still going to be on you. You still going to be singled out as the press do, the viewers. Either you like it or not. Now... When you was younger, when you was going to school, we didn't know nothing about. We knew about protesting, but it was the a no-brainer that you, when uh, you go to school and the principal or whatnot of your school or private school or whatever, you stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance for the flag. Now, this is totally different. We're talking about a grown man that has a job and going out and supporting what their viewers, what your, your point is. Now, some people, is, as athletes in NFL society, they're role models. So when they're going out protecting, protesting last year, it was for a cause. It wasn't all about the me, me person. It was about what was going on in society. It was police brutality, people getting shot by shooting African-Americans or beating up African-Americans. And now things were a little bit different from back in the day. Things are more... Out in the open, it's more internet. It's more global. It's it hits certain 
people, you know, in a different kind of way. People need the people to stand up as role models as a new society kids see in these days. Me as a analyst, as an anchor, now was a victim of not protesting of abuse from the police or or being singled out as a group. Not because of my it's just the environment that we in. And um and if you if they was thinking the NFL was thinking about just doing just a fifteen yard penalty if a person or a team does that protest or now the player association wasn't there in the owners meeting as they agreed to the uh this new rule about standing in the locker room or whatnot um which they have to bring up in the next uh player agreement contracts and uh uh player association contract that they have for the league now uh donald trump said recent in his quotes that i don't think they should stay in the locker room maybe they shouldn't even maybe they just maybe should they wouldn't even, they should be on the field they should be on the field and maybe if they ain't on the field they shouldn't even be in this country and this is our role model this is our president from this age that's how he feels so and for more of him being the president of the united states that his job and what he says i ain't saying i'm saying it's totally wrong and everybody has freedom of speech and he's just speaking as his mind as he say that um you shouldn't be in this country that is that's totally wrong and what that scares uh society about you shouldn't you can tell a person not they shouldn't be in a country or not and they should be on the field trying to tell a a person that works somewhere to they got to do this that's freedom of speech freedom of action and that's messing with their civil rights and that's what kind of like the players association got to put that in whenever that's contracts up and it's going to be all type of uh things that's going to be to be protested and what would the what would the nfl people do and even though it's a more your weekend and it's certain ways you can tributate society for people's in the armor service and veterans and how they feel about the situation how they view uh, it's going to turn off some audiences, but but you're not doing this for that. You're doing it for the love of the game. It's all about when you go out to that field and, and doing your job, and it's about football. It's about NBA. It's just about going out there and performing your job is for the audience. Now, going over what Steve Kerr said, Steve Kerr from the NBA, they said uh, it's – his quote is said is it's for the fans, it's fake, it's idiotic to America. There's just free to speech, freedom of speech. You know, and it's a lot of it's, in the NBA, the NFL has a lot to learn about the NBA. The NBA 
gave them the platform from LeBron James, Camelo Anthony, Chris Paul, from down on. Today took it to, even though they're, they're a, a, they, they got to stand for the national anthem. They bought T-shirts, Black Lives Matter. They did their thing. They taking it to another level. And the thing that happened in is society where things are so different. Things happen every day. This just didn't happen just this year or last year. It's been happening centuries. It's always been priest brutality and things. I mean, people are just more of aware of what's going on in society. The internet is rising and people is looking. And in the 19, early 90s, when in the 80s, when NBA brought it more of attention that, uh, excuse me, it said F the police, it is like that. And it just, they just brought it to another stage and just being, they being a victim and from them to just bring it more of uh, outspoken about it. And it's, it just hits the heart sometimes. I mean, how do y'all feel about the situation? I mean, from the NBA recently, um, Sterling Brown from the Milwaukee Bucks guard got uh, three officers tasing him for having a, and bringing and arresting him for having a parking parking violation, tasing him and brought him down, tackling him, bringing him down to arrest arrested him for nothing wrong, a parking violation, and the three officers were suspended. The Milwaukee police chief said he's apologizing and he's fought and Sterling Brown is following a lawsuit toward the, um, the Milwaukee uh, police department. You know, I mean, when are we going to grow up and just as men and women officers to you're here to protect, serve and this society. I mean, Eric Reed, uh, and from not being in the league for, they saying he's saying because he's not in the NFL right now because he's him and Kaepernick is being separate out because of this, because they've been joining. Um, he wouldn't take a knee, and right now, and he's he wants to play football bad. He wants to work. And who in society and owners of the NFL to, to keep this guy saying you're not good enough after you just you've been playing all your life until this season and all of a sudden your contract is up and you and they view him differently for taking a knee and said no you can't work for any of these 32 teams I ain't saying his uh, because all these jobs is limited in the NFL and the NBA and that. He can't be in somebody's roster, somebody's practice squad, and just saying that and Pete for a job that he'd been doing all his life. And joining with Capitate from suing um, the NFL League for for freedom of speech, and you know, I mean, it's totally. I don't, I don't do not agree on that topic. I mean, what's you guys take? Uh, and that's how I feel about it, you know. And it's it's a shame. I mean, NFL got to learn more values instead of their pocketbook, the dollars. And 
what is is it gonna hurt ratings or is it gonna hurt this owner or this owner saying they shouldn't do this or the owner should say all my teams my all my team they gotta stand because this is I'm the coach how you gonna tell a grown man that hey you gotta do this and uh, my job is going out there and practice go to team meetings and making a play it has nothing to do with what you do on it off the field. And that just scared street discrimination against that person or that team. You try to tell somebody what not and what to do. Now, and it's going to be all kind of <clears throat> talk. Anyways, this is not going to go away. Because if somebody comes out in the locker room after the national anthem and push their hands up with a fist or saying peace or, or talking to the media about it, uh, after the game because they're going to be asking them why you're in the locker room. Is is they going to get in trouble or they're going to get fined just for speaking their mind, having this freedom of speech after the game, saying be, they're going to be counting the numbers from each team saying who, oh, such and such is in the locker room with Toby or John. He's in a He's in the locker room because he feels this type of way against the national anthem, but it's really not against the national anthem. It's against society, the way the the police are acting the way now now if you chose to do it like on your time or or you had a game and you sit down or and when the national anthem is on or you watching the game and you go see your son play or you go, go to an NFL game and they playing the national anthem and they're sitting down or they protest and or if another guy protests either from middle school from elementary football games, basketball games, you are viewed a different way. And you got to ask yourself, why? Why uh, do I have to be singled out in like this? Why am I viewed a different way from Adam or Eve? We all a society of different races, different point of views, do you know you should not be allowed to go to work and you're constantly in your constitutional right but not letting people say or do and it's a free country now this is my take this is your boy OKO and I'm out the door thank you guys for viewing peace Hey y'all doing? Welcome to the OKO Show. This is a special, special podcast today about the Golden State Warriors versus the Keeping Cavaliers game one reaction. Now there is many indications that you want to go into going into last night episode against game one. George Hill in overtime misses one out of two free throws coming out of timeout. Tie game. Not knowing situation basketball. What was talked about in the the final timeout of the Cavs game? If they make it, miss it. JR grabs the ball with... Four seconds on the clock. Dribbles out. 
looking for LeBron. Is he looking for LeBron or is he celebrating the win? Not knowing the situation, knowing situation basketball, IQ, you're a finals winner. Passing the ball with no seconds left to George Hill. He just missed the free throw. What was talked about in Ty Lue's timeout? What was he talked about? Is Tyrone Lue wrong for not calling the timeout? Is JR wrong for not calling the timeout? LeBron, you got four, five other people on the court. People blaming JR. It's, un it's unexplainable. There's many people you can point the finger out on. George Hill, you got to make that free throw. You were a veteran. You've been to the line many times. You are a champion from San Antonio Spurs. You've been in the league. You're a veteran. You got to knock down that free throw. Not looking at the jumbotron and not knowing what the score is when you're in timeout or when you was taught in middle school or elementary, knowing what to do. You could have called timeout yourself. Coach Lou could have called timeout again. Get a ball, get a timeout, get a play for the last shot. Even though there's many things you can go into, there are the timeout from coach, timeout from one of your teammates, timeout from LeBron. Or is he just caught in the moment? As a coach in that situation, you call a timeout. You got, or you just caught up in the moment, coach, or seeing like, oh, he got the ball. We got it. We're going to, and knowing you're a coach, knowing you got, you caught in the moment for looking and started you not knowing the situation in basketball. Your IQ, where is your IQ in this? Or the second topic I want to go into was, is that a charge or blocking foul on LeBron James on the Kevin Durant? With the, the reverse call, has never done in NBA history. Going to the instant replay and reversing the call before overtime. That is a key situation within me thinking it I think it's a it's a it's not a charge. You're moving, you're not set, that is a blocking foul. And that is the way it should have been. What do you think in this challenge or the referees? They made the rule, but it was never done. You can go back to all the NFL, how they make the uh, instant replay now, and they changed it. Is it NBA? Do you need to change the rule? But it's already changed in the NBA. They can go to fix any play. They looked at it. They think they made the right call. But me, I think it's a block. It's a foul on LeBron James. You are moving. The player's already in pursuit. You, yes, you are outside the range of the charging range. But you are late, LeBron James. And 
Also, what's your take on that? And also, the technical foul on Christian Thompson against Livingston. Getting thrown out the game and the antics afterwards to him, Draymond Green, clapping. Over-excessive? I don't think Draymond Green is over-excessive. He's celebrating with his teammate about the call. And he gets the fragrant two on the foul of the shot on Livingston. Livingston... As Trenton Thompson after the game at the course, he said he known him. That is not a. He said he just me. I think it was just a retarded foul. He's just out there trying to make a play. He trying to get a foul out there. He's saying he's trying to pat the stats, but I think that's a forgive and forget play. Call that a foul and let's get on with it. With Draymond Green, excessive celebration. Says a celebration. He's with his teammate. He celebrated the call. Trenton Thompson. He threw the ball at him, but in. Eyesight, or Christian Thompson did. He threw a punch. He also threw the ball. Threw the punch. If you look at street ball, bats, court, court play, when you're outside, your recreation or whatever, he threw a punch. That should have been the favorite in the toss out right there. Not on a closeout retarded foul. Of course, it is crazy. Was it inadvertent? Kind of in the way. But that's a bang-bang call. You don't throw out a person for making a, a closeout, and he had just made a, a retarded, a weird foul. Accidentally hit him on a, probably a little inch on the face or whatever with the elbow, as you see, in the instant replays. I don't think so. I think that's just a favorite two after the fact. You don't call that. You call the sex, uh, the sex. You don't give Draymond a. Draymond did a reaction after that. You don't call that. You throw Kristen Thompson out. Now, you think about if this is going to go to the commissioner, Adam Silver, is he's going to, what do his take on that? Is he's going to throw out Kristen Thompson for game two, for throwing the ball at him and making a, a punch? That is a punch in my eyes. He threw the, it's, that is a, 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 a continual situation punch with the ball thrown. I have been in situations like that, seen it, and have it done. That is a foul and a punch by Christian Thompson. Now, with the quotes out the game, LeBron had 51 points. Amazing. Who else is going to come in and who are you going to blame for this? Is it Coach Timeouts or JR IQ, or is it Hill? Everybody's thinking about not what Hill did. He didn't make the free throw. The Cavs, they went in overtime, did not give no effort. They were still thinking about the fourth quarter and how it ended and how it could have been. LeBron over four, no field goals in two minutes in the first top. From Stephen Curry and KD Gardner. That's a big question, you guys. What do you take on this? It's your boy OKO, and I'm out the door. Thank you for this special podcast. Golden State goes up 1-0 on the series. Can the Cavs come back with a better state and get over what happened in game one? You might not get over. Over to the fact that you
could have stole one in Golden State. <laughs> All right, now see y'all again. It's OKO, and I'm out the door again. Peace. Hey, y'all doing? Welcome to the OKO show. This is a special, special podcast today about the Golden State Warriors versus the Keeping Cavaliers game one reactions. Now, there is many indications that you want to go into going into last night episode against game one. George Hill in overtime misses one out of two free throws coming out of timeout. Tie game. Not knowing situation basketball. What was talked about in the final in the final timeout of the Cavs game. If they make it, miss it. JR grabs the ball with four seconds on the clock. Dribbles out, looking for LeBron. Is he looking for LeBron or is he celebrating the win? Not knowing the situation, knowing situation basketball, IQ, you're a finals winner, passing the ball with no seconds left to George Hill. He just missed the free throw. What was talked about in Ty Lue's timeout? What was he talked about? Is Tyrone Lue wrong for not calling timeout? Is JR wrong for not calling timeout? LeBron, you got four, five other people on the court. People blaming JR, it's, un- it's unexplainable. There's many people you can point the finger out on. George Hill, you got to make that free throw. You were a veteran. You've been to the line many times. You are a champion from San Antonio Spurs. You've been in the league. You're a veteran. You got to knock down that free throw. Not looking at the jumbotron and not knowing what the score is when you're in a timeout. On when you was taught in middle school or elementary, knowing what to do. You could have called timeout yourself. Coach Lou could have called timeout again. Get a ball, get a timeout, get a play for the last shot. Even though as many things you can go into, there are... The timeout from coach, timeout from one of your teammates, timeout from LeBron, or is he just caught in the moment? As a coach in that situation, you call a timeout. What you got, or you just caught up in a moment, coach, or seeing like, oh, he got the ball, we got it. We're going to, and knowing you're a coach, knowing you got, you called in a moment for looking and started you not knowing the situation in basketball. Your IQ, where is your IQ in this? Or the second topic I want to go into was, is that a charge or blocking foul on LeBron James on the Kevin Durant with the – the reverse call has never done in NBA history. Going to the instant replay and reversing the call before overtime. 
that it's a key situation within me thinking it I think it's a it's a it's not a charge you're moving you're not set that is a blocking foul and that is the way it should have been. What do you think in this challenge? Or the referees, they made the rule, but it was never done. You can go back to all the NFL, how they make the uh, instant replay now, and they changed it. Is it NBA? Do you need to change the rule? But it's already changed in the NBA. They can go to fix any play. They looked at it. They think they made the right call. But me, I think it's a block. It's a foul on LeBron James. You are moving. The player's already in pursuit. You, Yes, you are outside the range of the charging range. But you are late, LeBron James. And also, what's your take on that? And also, the technical foul on Christian Thompson against Livingston. Getting thrown out the game and the antics afterwards of him, Draymond Green, clapping. Over-excessive? I don't think Draymond Green is over-excessive. He's celebrating with his teammate about the call. And he gets the favorite two on the foul of the shot on Livingston. Livingston as Trenton Thompson after the game at the courts, he said he known him. That is not a. He said he just me. I think it was just a retarded foul. He's just out there trying to make a play. He trying to get a foul out there. He's saying he's trying to patent stats, but I think that's a forgiving, forget play. Call that a foul and let's get on with it. With Draymond Green, excessive celebration. Sets a celebration. He's with his teammate. He celebrated the call. Trenton Thompson. He threw the ball at him, but in eyesight what Christian Thompson did he threw a punch he also threw the ball threw the punch if you look at street ball bats court court play when you're outside your recreation or whatever he threw a punch that should have been the fragrant and the toss out right there not on a close out retarded foul of course it is crazy was it inadvertent kind of in the way but that's a bang bang call. You don't throw out a person for making a, a closeout, and he had to just made a, a retarded, a weird foul. Accidentally hits him on a, probably a little inch on the face or whatever with the elbow, as you see in the instant replays. I don't think so. I think that's just a favorite two after the fact. You don't call that. You call the sex, uh, the sex. You don't give Draymond a. Draymond did a reaction after that. You don't call that. You throw Kristen Thompson out. Now, you think about if this is going to go to the commissioner, Adam Silver. Is he's going to, what do his take on that? Is he's going to throw out Kristen Thompson for game two? For throwing the ball at him and making a, a punch. That is a punch in my eyes. He threw the. It's, that is a, 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 a continuous situation punch with the ball thrown. I have been in situations like that, seen it, and have it done. That is a foul and a punch by Christian Thompson. Now, with the quotes out the game, LeBron had 51 points. Amazing. 
Who else is going to come and and who are you going to blame for this? Is it coach, timeouts, or JRIQ, or is it Hill? Everybody's thinking about not what Hill did. He didn't make the free throw. The Cavs, they went in overtime, did not give no effort. They were still thinking about the fourth quarter and how it ended and how it could have been. LeBron, over four, no field goals in two minutes. And the first top from Stephen Curry and KD guarding him. That's a big question, you guys. What do you take on this? It's your boy OKO, and I'm out the door. Thank you for this special podcast. Golden State goes up 1-0 on the series. Can the Cavs come back with a better state and get over what happened in game one? You might not get over to the fact that you could have stole one in Golden State. (laughs) All right, now see y'all again. It's OKL, and I'm out the door again. Peace.